Madrid, Spain, 2014. Antonio González Pacheco, better known by his alias Billy the Kid, has been arrested by Spanish authorities and brought to trial at the request of an Argentinian judge. He is accused of torturing political prisoners opposing Francisco Franco's fascist regime throughout the 1960s, but despite the evidence against him has never been brought to justice. Barred from testifying in the trial, a small number of González Pacheco's former torture victims gathered together in an abandoned auditorium elsewhere in the city. There, they intend to share their stories, stories that the Spanish judicial system has chosen to ignore in protest. An older man, his handwritten testimony gently quivering in his hands with the pain of remembering, courageously stands amidst the small audience to recount how he, as a young man, was personally tortured by Billy the Kid. After describing his experience with horrific detail, he states, voice trembling with emotion, that he was only able to survive the ordeal by remembering that, despite the inhumane treatment he was receiving at the hands of his tormentors, era un ser humano, I was a human being. Several hours later, González Pacheco is released, and this poor old man, who nearly lost his sanity and his life, in a torture chamber, once again is left without justice. This scene, described here verbally as it was beautifully captured in the documentary The Silence of Others by Almudena Carricedo, presents us with a series of questions just begging to be answered. What exactly happened during Francisco Franco's 40-year fascist regime? And why are violent characters such as Billy the Kid allowed to walk free? I'm Chandler Thompson, and this is Forgotten Histories. In order to answer these questions, let us turn back the historical clock to 1939, the end of the Spanish Civil War and the beginning of Franco's rule. What had begun as a precarious attempt at a military coup only three years earlier had transformed into a frightening fascist dictatorship during the bloody conflict. As his nationalist forces continued to mop up the last remaining Republican resistors, the general was faced with the challenge of instituting a new era of peace in his fatherland while simultaneously limiting insurgent activities against his new government. Turning to Italy and Germany for guidance, Franco resorted to a method that, although crude, had already proved effective for both Hitler and Mussolini during their rise to power, politicide. The term politicide was first used by sociologists Barbara Harf and Tom Gurr in their seminal 1988 essay titled Toward Empirical Theory of Genocides and Politicides. It is defined as the mass murder of civilians by a government where, quote, victim groups are defined primar- primarily in terms of their hierarchical position or political opposition to the regime and dominant groups, close quote. Harf and Gurr also divide politicide into four subgroups, one of which, repressive politicide, applies to our study of Franco Spain. It refers to, quote, mass murders targeted at political parties, factions, and movements because they are engaged in some sort of oppositional activities, close quote. Simply put, it is the process of making your political enemies disappear and intimidating others from taking their place. Although it is impossible to know how many of Franco's political rivals died from the onset of the Spanish Civil War until his death in 1975, Historians have estimated the number to be in the hundreds of thousands. There's an almost inexhaustible well of evidence, ranging from first-hand accounts to official documents regarding how Franco used politicide to strengthen his position as El Caudillo, the Spanish equivalent for the German Führer or the Italian Duce of Spain. 
which brings us back to Almudena Carracedo and her documentary, The Silence of Others. Amazed by the world's ignorance, and the ignorance of Spain itself for that matter, of the tragedy of Franco's repressive politicide, she decided to do something about it. During a six-year period, the Spanish filmmaker compiled hours of footage that documented personal stories of governmental abuse that pro provided evidence of politicide. Due to the vast amount of information available, Carracedo decided to focus her documentary on three distinct tactics of politicide and intimidation used during the regime. The extrajudicial execution of political rivals, the stealing of newborn babies from rebel families, and torture. For each tactic, Carracelo carefully chose a victim and a story to represent them, thus humanizing the statistics and helping us understand the human cost of these politicidal measures. Now, you may be wondering, as I myself have wondered, with so much evidence of these atrocities, why have Gonzalez Pacheco and others gone unpunished? The answer will be sure to surprise you. After Franco's death in 1975, a breath of hope slowly began to stir within the breasts of the political left. King Juan Carlos I, Franco's hand-picked successor, had called for the first democratic elections in Spain in 40 years, and a new constitution was formed. Soon, crowds of people took to the streets, calling for the new government to grant amnesty to the thousands of political prisoners still incarcerated. The newly elected and largely fascist-leaning parliament agreed, but on one condition. Amnesty would be granted not only to the political prisoners, but to their captors as well. This new amnesty law, which took effect in 1977, was part of a larger movement in Spanish politics, an unwritten rule to forget the past in order to look forward to the future, the infamous Pacto de Olvido, Covenant of Forgetfulness. With it, Spain urged its people to forget that anything out of the ordinary had happened between 1939 and 1975, in order to avoid political complications. To move on as if hundreds of thousands of innocent people hadn't been murdered in cold blood to satisfy the lust for power of a greedy general. There are, of course, those who oppose this law. Enter again Almudena Carracedo. In a recent screening of The Silence of Others at the University of Oregon, Carracedo stated that, quote, My documentary is intended to convince the Spanish people that seeking redress for these crimes against humanity is not a question of right versus left, but of human rights, close quote. There are many who hope that what happened in Spain between 1939 and 1975 will disappear into the void of history, become a forgotten chapter. But fortunately, thanks to the brave men and women such as Almudena Carracedo and her crew, who worked to preserve the memories of those who suffered, we here at Forgotten History won't be forgetting Spain anytime soon. <laughs> 